So I'm Helena King. I'm one of the nurse specialists and clinical lead for the North Wiltshire area. And I'm starting off at Winsley today. I've been working for Dorothy House for just over 22 years, quite a long time. I've worked in, in both the inpatient unit, quite a long time I've been out in the community as a nurse specialist. And then um, just the last year I've been working as one of the clinical leads. So our geographical area is divided into four patches and I'm the clinical lead for the North Wiltshire area. Personally, I tend to get up about half six. Um, my son catches uh, the bus to school, so I have to get him all sorted and off on his bus. And then um, either I start from home since COVID, we've done that, or, or I come into Winsley. So it's 8.30, start off the day checking what's happened over the weekend. Patients have phoned in on our 24 hour advice line with any queries and any changes that have happened since I've last worked. I've just, like the best of all days really, I've just um, checked and uh, sadly found out that one of my patients um, has died, a young guy that I was planning to see this morning. Uh, so that's uh, changed the format of my day today. And um, yes, it's, it's uh, the emotional uh, connections that you make with people. And it's this particular gentleman, I was quite a surprise really to see that he died. So yeah, I need to telephone his wife and find out how she is um, and what happened and any support that she may need today. So I'll do that in a little while, but um, my first thing is a meeting 8.45 where we go through numbers. It's um, staffing numbers of each department and just see where the pressure points are um, of the day. And then we discuss any IPU admissions if, you know, if there are any beds so that we're aware when we go to visit um, patients that um, you know, if, if, if there is a bed available on the inpatient unit. Um, then I have a team meeting a little bit after that. So that's how we start the day. The caseload we're looking at um, at the moment is 336 patients. That's for just the nurse specialist. We're then looking at another 209 that's for band fives and band four um, staff. So obviously that's a caseload of, you know, 500 and 45, you know, between us, all in the community. Currently, we've um, got 12 beds on the inpatient unit, and that's a very intensive, focused look at, at everyone's needs. But obviously, the large part of the work we do at Dorothy House is in the community. And as it shows, we're looking after 545 patients today. So, um, and that's, you know, with just over 20 staff. So it can be quite full on. And a lot of our work, you know, we do do on the telephone if we can. Um, but sometimes you, you do, you know, you have to eyeball people to, um, to know what's really happening. So I'm Gemma Reed. I am one of the Dorothy House nurse specialists. So I've been working at Dorothy House for nearly five years. So four years on the inpatient unit and nearly a year out, out in the community. Um, I was on the bank a little bit before then, um, while I was working as a nurse in the RUH. Um, so I sort of started on the bank to find my way in. And, um, yeah, and I didn't actually ever imagine I'd 
come out and work in a community. I never had thought that was something I'd do, so it just naturally evolved from my job and on the inpatient unit. I like the feeling of making a difference in people's lives in a really difficult time in their life. I really love the team. The people I work with have always, at Dorothy House, all seem to have something special and, um, and very supportive. It's a lovely base, a lovely location to start from. When I when I do start my day from Winsley, I feel really connected to the whole sort of company, really, that we're all this big team. My typical day in as in my role as a, a nurse specialist for Dorothy House is so 8:30 is the start of my day. So I've turned my computer on, maybe a little bit before then to get ahead of the game, um, and turn my phone on and get. Um, so the whole team will all, uh, all the Wiltshire team will all say, you know, good morning, we're, you know, who's on for the day. And I'll check my tasks. So like this morning, having been the weekend, um, so it's Monday now, and uh, yeah, quite a lot of tasks from over the weekend. So notifications of um, patients who have died or um, things that could have happened over the weekend, really. Uh, so it's usually quite a lot on a Monday. Um, but this morning, yeah, I've had a, a few patients who have died, so uh, sort of really making sense of that, if they were expected or unexpected. And um, if they're unexpected, then it can feel quite a, uh, you know, it's quite a lot to process, I guess, and have a look and see what's happened and how, what part was I in that, that journey and did I do the things right? And, um, and then help see how to support the family from, from this point, so. And then now going out on my first visit, I usually try and make that to 10, 30, 11. So I've had a bit of time to do my emails and my tasks and phone calls. And then get to my patients and probably see three patients in a day, um, which actually is quite a lot because your visits can vary from half an hour to an hour. Um, and then you, you often have a lot of jobs to come away from that visit. So you might have doctors to call or referrals to do notes to write so never quite enough time in the day and of course I'm driving as well so I've got to drive half an hour to Chippenham and then factor that in getting back to do my notes so the patient we're going to see now is a relatively young chap with pancreatic cancer um, he's been you know sort of managing things quite well um, Symptoms, I guess, are getting a little bit worse, so we're just trying to manage those symptoms and give him the best quality of life he can. And he's he's very accepting that his life is going to be limited, but just wants to be able to really live it as well as he can. So just knocking on Mark's house. Hello, Hello. Mark. Sorry, Hi. Didn't you? No, I thought I knocked yeah. quietly. How are you? Um, how are you doing today? Not the best. No, so, not so good. So what did they say when they drained your fluid last week? Was there any talk about putting a permanent drain in? said to them about permanent drain and the nurse said that you got to go a certain number of times uh, okay. to work out your pattern before you okay. do it. So, okay, so still quite a few litres of fluid. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you look smaller, definitely. So. Smaller there, but... So I think what I'm aware of is that you are a little bit less well each time I see you, yeah. I think, and oh, you know okay. that, yeah. Yeah, and I can see... Yeah. 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 
I mean, my thought is also, we know that at any point if things with your symptoms are getting a bit more tricky, that I can put you on the waiting list for the hospice. Yeah. And I'm aware with, you know, with you really wishing that you, you, you know, I know that you really don't want to die at home. So, I'm not the yeah, home, yeah. yeah. If you've got a kidney, that's better than being dying at home. I know, I know. The so, is for living, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's been there 20 years, you know, it's for living, right? Yeah. It's mm. not for me dying, it's for living. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and I really hear that that's what your wish. So what I really want to make sure is that if I'm seeing you a little bit less well each week, that we get the time right, that we say, yeah. actually, why don't you go into the hospice and we get your symptoms a bit better controlled and it can be that you go in and get a bit better and come home. Mm. That's it's totally, know, you know. It seems to me it's the dying thing don't worry me. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, I know one believes and all that. So that bit's fine, like, you know, yeah, I it's the annoyances we're getting there, like you know. yeah, all these things are adding yeah. up, and actually, you want a bit of quality of life right now, don't you? you want to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. got to get in that summer house with a sunny day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you take it easy today, and I'll oh, speak to you soon. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right, thanks. All right. I tend to not sort of um, look at my time when I'm in there, and then we just sort of go with it, and then. I'm usually late for my next appointment, but my people are quite um, forgiving. Hello. Hi. Hi uh, all right. So yeah, so the steroid has, you know, possibly, like you said, maintained things because yeah, you don't look more unwell than when I saw you a week ago. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to get breakfast, but yesterday was a disaster. I couldn't get any breakfast in me. This morning it's just a meagre amount of fruit salad whizzed up so that I can drink it rather than have to chew it. Yeah. I feel I'm okay one day and then not the next. But then I seem to be with this roller coaster day on, day off. Whereas this week I've tried to just take it easy. Yeah. Every day until I feel a proper improvement. But you know, I'm asking myself, well, what do I want out of life? Mm. And that is really just to um be able just to potter around. There's a, there's a pride thing here. I, I don't want to get on a mobility scooter. Okay. But I do want to see um, a bit of the spring. That Yeah. I suppose the thing is, you know, if we're maintaining things, but maybe not getting you much better than this, that's sort of working out where, where we're at with that. I suppose it would be useful to think about the future and when you're less well and what you want so that I know when to snap into action about what what you need, really. The things I mean is like, you know, and I know it feels quite brutal to ask this, but where do you want to be at the end of your life and where do you want to be? And it's going to be a real strain having me around at the time I believe or everybody knows that this is, you know, end of life, this is it kind of thing, then... Uh, you want to find yourself in as most peaceful, tranquil surroundings as you possibly can. And also, I don't want to spook my girls. I don't know what they want. Would they rather I not be yeah. in the house and not... Yeah. And it might be that they, they might not know the answer to that because mm. they, yeah, they might not have... But it, but it definitely... I think it's good for you to have those conversations with them and about what do they feel. The right frame of mind. It's like we have those conversations and then we put them aside and then you don't need to carry on thinking about mm. them, but they've been done and they've been documented and, and we've kind of, you know, I, I feel like I already know a bit now that when you're less well, we'll either be getting a 
hospital bed in here and making sure that you've got all your needs met here and supporting your family or you'd be going to the hospice and that doesn't we don't know that yet yeah. do we no. um but if you had strong feelings you'd be expressing them now and i think i need to think about it a little bit harder but yeah, you don't have to think about it exactly there's no no on the spot question it's just you know for you to think about and and then it just means that if I come one week and you're looking really poorly and I know that your wish is to not be here, then we would get you to the hospice, you know, mm. or providing there being a bed, that's a thing. And so it's often good to think in advance. Mm. Another week was focusing on some positives and, and you know, if those conversations or thoughts evolve, well, then we can address them more. And if you do want a bit of support with those, then just let me know and I'll get the, the support team. They can visit you here and talk with you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and a little family outing to do something like you said, like the sunset. That sounds lovely. Mm. Great. Oh. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah. Take bye -bye. care. Yeah, and everyone's so different how they cope with it. But that's that's the thing. If we can just meet somewhere that helps people feel more comfortable. Um, and I, yeah, I guess our, I mean, our, our culture is changing with people being more open about all sorts of things. Yeah, I guess and that's a big part of Dorothy House is about saying that it is part of life and that we can talk about it. My daughters are quite inspired by my role as a nurse. I guess when you're six or eight, you sort of wonder what you're going to be when you grow up and people ask you that. So naturally, they both said they're going to be a nurse. <laughs> Especially the six-year-old is very inspired by Dorothy House and and I'm very open with them about what I do as a job as well. I think that's really important for them to grow up understanding that that we all die um, and that it is sad, but that, that we'll be okay afterwards, I think. Um, so I'm hoping by having those really natural conversations with them that they will it will enable them to cope more easily um, when they have situations in their life with people dying. So death can look like different <laughs> for different people and it and I think you can plan all you like and sometimes it can can not go the way you wanted it to go. But other times and I think probably the majority of times it can be a, a really peaceful experience and if probably as, as Dorothy House what such an important role we can achieve is supporting a family to cope with that if they're choosing to stay at home or to be in hospice or hospital to support them with what might happen next and to be as prepared as possible so so that death can be a really peaceful supportive moment it makes me want to get the balance right and I've had patients tell me that before it's all about the balance and I really valued that comment because having balance of your work life and your family life and doing things that seize the moment um, I guess I learned a lot of that from my patients that yeah, just to you know, work is really important and to do it well. But actually, you need to be able to turn off at the end of the day and hand that over to someone else. And that is quite hard sometimes. Oh, summing up my job in one sentence, um, I always think I'm like joining the dots. So I'm sort of the link between all the other professionals that have been involved, sort of now or in the future. Um, so I often sign signposting to to uh, other other members of the team 
the lot of delegating and, and then being that person that's sitting there listening and supporting, you know, managing people's symptoms, supporting their emotional needs and enabling them to live as well as they can for as long as they can, whilst addressing the, the, the advanced care planning of how, how they would like the end of their life to be.